Hello and welcome to this edition of Boardroom Talk. My name is Tom Dines. I'm an investment writer here at the Investors Chronicle covering support services. Joining me today is Steve Ingham, Chief Executive of Recruiter Page Group. Welcome, Steve. Thank you. Steve and I will be talking about Page Group, the UK recruitment market and the global picture too. But let's start with the UK. The Recruitment and Employment Confederation's latest report on jobs indicated that demand for staff was growing across all sectors and regions of the UK, but that candidate availability was at a 16-month low due to things like nervousness from foreign nationals. How does that square with your experience, Steve? I think, first of all, the the REC data is very useful, but it does uh, give us a blended uh, feedback on both the blue-collar and the white-collar market, and I think there are differences. Uh, I would imagine that particularly impacting the blue-collar is this nervousness around where immigration is going to settle after Brexit. Um, and therefore, I could imagine there are candidate shortages. It's, it's affecting us less. Um, you know, we're seeing candidate shortages in certain areas, as you'd expect, with the emergence of digital and, uh, you know, in certain areas like um, accountancy, newly qualified accountants. And, and I think particularly as well in some of the technical areas, um, engineering and so on, where Maybe because of the weak pound, um, but I think it's fair to say that uh, manufacturing companies are doing particularly well and therefore they've been growing, maybe because they're exporting abroad and obviously um, because they're exporting to other currencies and the pound is weak at the moment, um, then they're doing particularly well. And as a a result, they're they're, they're short of engineers and and the demand is high. And and naturally, therefore, we find it tougher to find candidates. But... um, other than that, uh, yeah, demand, generally speaking, still remains high. We are, we are about to have an election. Um, you know, any uncertainty in a marketplace, that can cause candidates just to slow down the recruitment process and perhaps delay or even postpone a job search. So we're probably seeing a little bit of that. Yeah. But I think the, the impact of the immigration uncertainty around Brexit, that's probably more an impact on blue collar uh, than it is on, on, on white collar professionals. Okay, and you mentioned the weak pound there. Uh, Page Group's done pretty well from the weak pound, given the volume of your work that comes in from overseas. Uh, do you see the role of the UK business shrinking on a longer-term basis, or is this just a factor of this uncertainty? You mentioned Brexit, the election, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, our, our costs are, are local, uh, as well as the income that we make in, in a market. So you're right, uh, the the um, change in, in, in different currencies impacts us in, in how we translate it back to pounds and report in pounds as a British company. Um, the, the reality at the moment is that we are strategically focused on a number of international markets. The UK for us is, is a 40-year-old business um, and you know we've, we've grown it and established ourselves as a market leader in many of the markets that we operate. Uh, so naturally, the opportunity to continue to grow at a, at a rapid rate is probably not as um, a good an opportunity as we would have in in less developed recruitment markets such as uh, big swathes of Asia, uh, Southeast Asia, China, Latin America, uh, e- even Germany closer closer to hand, which is is much less developed as a recruitment market. So those markets are probably going to grow uh, because of the structural opportunity and because they're less less mature. And so as a result, the UK as a proportion of our business will come down. And, um, you know, when I started at Page 30 years ago, it was 97% of Page, the UK. Today, it's 22% of the UK. So I, I can imagine that coming down more because of the structural growth of other markets than the, uh, than the short-term issues or challenges we may have around uncertainty associated with Brexit. I'd actually meant to ask you about the, the commitment to invest throughout the cycle in certain places. I've noticed that Part of the business grows on a kind of organic basis and you can rely on 
markets that are perhaps doing not so well to to shrink through attrition. What is it that makes you commit to certain markets, the ones you mentioned, Southeast Asia, Greater China, the US, mm. and and do the same things draw you to each of them? Would you go to the US, for example, for the same reason you'd go to Greater China? I mean, they're obviously all slightly different, but the reality is that, uh, and, and not people perhaps sitting in the UK wouldn't realise this, because recruitment's a fairly competitive industry here and fairly well-developed. You know, we, we've all... Um, perhaps seen people or seen ourselves move jobs and use recruitment companies. Um, that isn't the case in, in many other markets around the world. Frankly, within the white-collar space, uh, recruitment companies barely exist in some markets. So, for example, we can go into China, particularly into second-tier cities like Guangzhou and Shenzhen and Suzhou, and literally have no competition. So um, you can imagine opening a business where the demand for professionally qualified engineers or uh, supply chain or procurement specialists, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, coming into working in big factories in in China, uh, there isn't a recruitment consultancy to to help them find those people, and that the demand is getting greater and the supply getting shorter. Um, it's a really good opportunity for us. And so, today we have about five hundred people in China. You know, we have about twelve hundred people in the UK, and China is clearly a lot bigger than the UK, and with no real competition, the opportunity there is is just enormous. And it's similar in, in Southeast Asia. You know, you can literally open in Indonesia, in Jakarta, and have almost no competition in what is a top 10 economy in the world. Um, and as those economies grow and become more sophisticated, the demand greater, the culture for moving jobs to, to better oneself and so on, uh, more consistent, it, it just remains a big opportunity for us. I suppose of the five markets you've just mentioned, um, the one that perhaps stands out as not like the two I've just described, is the US, where you'd assume that we would have a lot of competition. Um, and definitely recruitment is there, and there are um, agencies that are helping white-collar professionals, but it's very, very fragmented market. And so you have one very significant um, national player who has about 9,000 people in the US focused on accountancy, focused on temping rather than perm. Um, but... Outside of them, um, the, the, frankly, it's a very regionalized uh, industry with a very different answer to who is the significant recruiters for engineers in Chicago versus Boston versus New York and so on. And so we think there's a real opportunity for a national player to, to offer that um, opportunity. And, uh, and so, uh, as we have done in many other geographies, we're focused to do it. And, we're, and, and we've seen that happening. We, we've established ourselves in New York as a financial services recruiter, which was perhaps our expertise 20 years ago. Um, but today, with our expertise growing in, in the technical disciplines, we're now expanding very rapidly in other cities across the US. And, and we think that, you know, bearing in mind, that, again, the size of the economy there, that, that's got to be a massive opportunity to us, for us. Um, LATAM is probably more similar to, to Asia. We have about 550 people across six countries in Latin America. And our biggest competitor has about 100 across, you know, those those six countries, those combined economies. It, it's massive. So, again, the opportunity is just enormous. And I think, therefore, through cycles, we've got to continue to invest in those markets. I see. Right. Another place you've been growing quite strongly, as far as I can tell, across the globe is your um, temporary business. Now, this is something that we've seen across a lot of recruiters. So sort of it's, it seems to be less cyclical than the permanent market. Is this something that you're strategically looking to grow or is this just something that people are more, there's more appetite with more uncertainty? I think both is the answer, Tom. Um, 
we we are looking to grow it. it it does give you some visibility into the future in terms of predictability of your results and so on because it um it is perhaps more stable than some areas of permanent recruitment um however there is also a, a cu- cultural undertone to to the temporary market it's not acceptable everywhere for somebody who's qualified at university or qualified in a particular profession to necessarily temp now um if you go back 30 or 40 years in the UK that probably was the case here um you know you wouldn't necessarily qualify 40 years ago uh, and then tell your friends and your family that you've managed to land a temp job um they would probably look down on that and and say why couldn't you get a permanent job um which is not the case today i mean uh, we have contractors we have interims we have temps you know we have part time we have flexi time we have all sorts and and so i suppose it's become culturally acceptable um i think it's fair to say as well that in many advanced economies uh, people are looking for uh, more flexibility in the workplace anyway to suit their particular needs uh, the obvious one is obviously families but um, outside of that as well people have different needs to work more flexibly they they've got dependents or whatever it is and so I, i suppose the cultural change has swept the market and and therefore um we've reacted to that and 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 if a client wants to take a temp because they've got a big project or they or they want to cover somebody that perhaps is is taking some time out um or or whatever it is then then we've reacted well to it so it, there's a there's a benefit to us in terms of visibility but we we've, we've reacted to the cultural change over the years that cultural change is yet to happen in some of the markets we're also prioritizing so on the one hand it's growing for us as a proportion of our business in the established markets because of our success in the less established markets such as i've mentioned asia and latin america temp features less it's it's 30 20 whatever years behind where we are in the uk in other words again if you're the first person in a family in mainland china to qualify to have gone to university probably obviously an only child um to go home to your mum and dad where you probably work uh, or probably live sorry uh, and say i've managed to land a temp job that's that's not acceptable yet and and uh, so whilst um we probably think that'll change over the next few years or or, or certainly decade uh, at the moment we do temporary in developed cities like hong kong where perhaps there's a bigger western input um but in, across the rest of asia um it's pretty limited um same in latin america we're starting to see it in brazil in chile in Buenos Aires in in Argentina but outside of that it's 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 a fairly new phenomenon so there's a balance here between us growing our temporary business in established markets but as we grow in less established markets that's probably countering the uh, the overall portion uh, proportion of our business that's temp right and um speaking of other things that are quite new or at least new and growing uh, rivals like Robert Walters Hayes have introduced resource solutions businesses in mm. recent years uh, as far as i know the page group doesn't have any thing in that space yet is there any chance of that happening yeah i'm um, look this is a market uh, this is a product it's called rpo um and uh, resource solutions is the brand that uh, robert walters trades under and hayes does it as well and and then there are independent companies that uh, that offer it as well so in other words they're they're, they're not recruitment companies but they just manage that uh rpo where which basically stands for recruitment process outsourcing um yes we do do it um but there are degrees of what we're prepared to get involved with so um there are many companies around the world that are establishing new offices uh, building shared service centers um reacting to um product launches or all sorts of reasons why they possibly don't want to recruit one individual they want to recruit 100 or even more 
Um, and as a result, they will look to companies like us uh, and our competitors uh, to give them that solution. Um, if the solution is focused on recruitment, then we do those projects for companies. Where the solution stretches outside of just a large recruitment project, then we won't engage. We, we believe we have an expertise. Um, we believe, obviously, it's, it's better than everybody else's. Um, but we are very much focused on, on what we've learned over the last 40 years, and that's, that's to deliver a recruitment solution. When you start to move into the other areas of perhaps broader HR management, um, candidate praising, uh, candidate management, payrolling, employee branding, website building, you know, these sorts of areas. That, that isn't our expertise. And I think with so much opportunity in these developing markets around the world, so much opportunity to structurally grow, as you mentioned, in temp or in technical disciplines, which perhaps, um, you know, for us has been a, a, an emerging success over the last 10 years. We, we don't feel we need to move into areas that we're not experts in. And, and so, um, yes, we do RPO. Um, it's called page outsourcing in, in, in our business. Um, but it is only where the projects are recruitment focused. Sure, sure. Um, the share price has been doing pretty well in recent months, particularly since since Brexit. Um, as a result, it's now trading at around 20 times forecast earnings, which I think a lot of people would say is, is probably fairly priced or maybe maybe a bit expensive to buy in now. What would you say to that? Uh, it all depends on the outlook and, and what you think the prospects are for the business. I mean, and the reality is that, um, of course, if, if we had another situation like 2009, um, we're going to find it tough. Uh, naturally, if, if, if there's a global uh, economic crisis, as there was, um, then people don't feel uh, it's the best time to move jobs and companies don't typically hire a lot of people. Um, if you think the outlook's more positive, then we're cheap because we can grow fast. And, and the reality now is that... Um, you know, when you when you have got your fingers in a lot of pies, and, and, and the reality is that, you know, I, I joined a business that had, you know, one finger in one pie, and that was the UK. And largely in the UK, we were focused on financial services. So if the banking sector in the UK was having a difficult time, we had a difficult time. Um, you know, we've, we've broadened financial services now, um, less than 4% of our business in the UK. It's, it's less than 6% of our global business. Um, we've diversified into all sorts of other revenue streams, you know, more technical disciplines, engineering, supply chain, procurement, logistics, property and construction, and so on, um, and many, many others. And we've also diversified into many other markets. Um, if we have a challenge in one particular market, such as Brazil at the moment, which is quite tough, um, as long as some of those other pies, those other revenue streams, those other geographies, those other disciplines are on fire, we can we can grow very fast. And I think the share price rise that we've seen probably over the last six months in particular, which has taken us to the point we are today, um, reflects that people are a little more optimistic about some of those other markets uh, accelerating. Um, you know, the US seems to be going very, very well at the moment. And, um, you know, we've been investing heavily there, 25% up on headcount in the US. And, and, and we seem to have the results that match that. We've had a very consistent performance now from Europe for quite some time. Uh, again, our biggest market there is France. We, we added a 25% headcount last year to our French business, and we grew 26% in the first quarter. So again, we, we seem to have a fairly consistent performance coming out of what is over 40% of the group in Europe. 
Um, and I have to say, we, we have a growing level of confidence in Asia as well, where perhaps there were some concerns at the beginning of last year around the Chinese economy. Uh, because they downgraded GDP growth, but that seems to have stabilised and the focus has gone on other markets, maybe maybe on the UK. Um, the reality is we're probably quite confident there. So again, 20 times is, 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 is expensive if you think the world is going to get more tricky. It's cheap if you think the world's going get, to uh, get brighter and, uh, and easier. And certainly we have that diversity now that we can really capitalise wherever uh, markets pick up. Steve, thanks for your time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thank you. Pleasure.